Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for uh, Monday, August 3rd, 2020. My name is Maria, and I will be one of your facilitators this evening, along with Sandhya. This meeting uh, is being recorded for the purposes of posting a podcast of it on our uh, website, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, so welcome to everyone who is joining us either live or via said podcast. Um, the podcast that's posted on our website is uh, all of the podcasts are searchable by topic. So if you go under the podcast link on our site, so you can easily hopefully find what you are looking for there. And if not, you can ask it on one of our future calls or tonight. Uh, this is an open forum for the discussion of, uh, of the accessibility using voiceover of iOS and drive the devices. So we talk about um, iPhones, iPads, iPod touches, Apple watches, Apple TVs. We have a couple of rules because we like to maintain the high quality of this call for the posting on our website, as I mentioned, as podcasts. And also this gets edited and uh, broadcast out of sight into Sound Radio out of Houston. So we ask that you wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators before speaking. Again, that's myself, Maria, or Sandhya this evening. Uh, we also ask that you kindly stay muted when you are not speaking. So that is uh, Alt-A if you're using Windows, Command-Shift-A. If you're using a Mac, the mute button on your mobile device screen, which uh, maybe in the lower left-hand corner of your screen, it will be on an iOS or Android device that'll be in a slightly different location, um, I believe top center thereabouts um, on, on an iPad, but it is a mute button. And if you are calling in via a phone line, that is star six. We typically reserve the first uh, 45 minutes or so of calls uh, for novice type questions. And um, we just ask, it's not a formal, but um, in order to give everyone a chance to ask a question, once you've asked your first, we ask that you wait a bit before asking your second question to give other people a chance to ask. And there are no silly questions. We're all learning from each other. And uh, so with that, we will now uh, go around and uh, introduce ourselves. So uh, you can go ahead and unmute as I've just described in order to uh, introduce yourself. So I'm Maria from Albany, New York. This is Herbie in Houston. Hello. Anyone else? This is Stephen from Austin. Welcome. Again, remember, you can unmute yourself. Chris Chanel in Houston. Hello. Anyone else like to say hi? Michael in Houston. Welcome. Sandia in Houston. Billy from Houston. Welcome. Hi, this is Carol in Houston. Okay, welcome, Carol. <clears throat> Kelsey from Cleveland. Hello. Anyone else? Like to say hello? You can unmute yourself. All right. Well, then with. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Freddie from Galveston County. 
Hi, welcome. Okay. Anyone else? The Alt A, Command Shift A, mute button or the unmute button it'll say in your device or star six. <clears throat> Linda from Umble. Welcome. All right. Oh, you'll have another opportunity to say hi in the second half. <laughs> so with that, I will turn it over to Mr. McCulloch to tell you all about some of the other free events that we offer. All right. Thank you, Maria. Yes. So welcome, everyone. Uh, sound like the Houstonians are in the majority tonight so far. Anyway, so I bug things coming up in the uh, next uh, over the next week, we've got the uh, first thing uh, on slate is this Thursday evening at 8 o'clock p.m. And all the times that I'll be speaking are uh, central time. We have our iBug Trekkie Talk. For those that are interested in Star Trek, we are watching the TV series The Next Generation. Uh, we are on, uh, we'll be starting the uh, third season uh, in the beginning of September. We meet on the first and third Thursdays of the month. Uh, we've taken a little break uh, during the summer here and uh, watching some of the uh, Star Wars movies. So in, coming up here in August or this month, uh, this Thursday, we have Return of the Jedi. And we'll be uh, watching that. Uh, what we do is uh, provide the uh, audio described movies ahead of time and people can go watch those and then we meet uh, Thursday evening to uh, have a little discussion of that. So kind of like a book club, but for movies. Uh, then on Friday evening at 8 p.m. we'll be showing uh, another iBug, having another iBug night at the virtual movies. And because you joined us on Monday night, we are, you get a little upfront preview of the movie selection for this week. And uh, our movie this week uh, takes uh, place in, in and around the uh, town of Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, uh, the storyline is about a, uh, guy, uh, he's actually a handyman for a, an apartment uh, block in Boston. And he's kind of a moody, depressed kind of guy. And uh, he gets a phone call one day saying that his brother has passed away from a heart attack and that he's been assigned guardian of his brother's teenage son. And so he has to decide to move back to his hometown where his, uh, where the uh, nephew lives or to try to figure out how to get him to Boston. And so there's a lot of uh, discussion over that. Uh, another thing kind of, uh, if he goes back, uh, there's an unspeakable tragedy that occurred there that he would be having to go back into. So. Pretty good storyline. Uh, we uh, welcome everybody to join us for that. 
by the way, the, the title of the movie is Manchester by the Sea. Uh, it came out in 2016, fairly recent. So, you know, we play a lot of movies that are 40, 50, or even older years old. And so this one's fairly recent. And again, join us uh, on 8 o'clock p.m. or you can come in early at 7.30 p.m. for our social time. And you're also welcome to stick around after the movie when we have a uh, discussion of the show. So, and all, all, all of these uh, events are on the same Zoom conference line. So please join us for that. Uh, the final thing we have this week is, will be this Sunday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Central. And uh, there we're having our iBug Cafe. That's a meeting where we have a kind of a deep dive session into uh, a group of apps, one or two apps that uh, we want to look at in this week's or this month's uh, topic. It relates to apps uh, good for uh, note taking. So various apps and other, well, devices too that uh, possibly can be used for note taking. So please join us for that if you have an interest in learning about various uh, apps related to note, note taking. And again, that's 2 to 4 p.m. this Sunday. Uh, uh, all of these, this yes, is, I 4 to 6 p.m. <laughs> okay. Yes, I just got that. I um, think I said it right the first time. Yeah. The second time I said it wrong, incorrectly. Thanks for the correction. Uh, yeah, these and other uh, training sessions and social events can always be found on our website, ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O. D-A-Y dot O-R-G. And uh, there you'll find uh, not only uh, information and announcements of upcoming training and social events, but uh, as Maria indicated earlier, uh, recordings of all of our uh, past uh, training sessions are also available for uh, playback. You can also find information if you're interested, if you, uh, like if you're a beginner, beginning user, then uh, we have a program called the Jumpstart Mentoring Program. Uh, you can find it on the website there under iBug Jumpstart Mentoring heading, a form that you can fill out, a mentee form and send that in and what we do is match you up with one of our advanced users and they'll work with you one-on-one -on -one, uh, each week uh, over a period of two to three months and get you up to speed and running in addition to uh, you know, coming to all these Monday night calls and other meetings that we have. So take advantage of that. Uh, if you happen to be an advanced user, we're always looking for mentors so there's also a mentor form there that you can fill out and uh, help us out with that since we are, are a all-volunteer organization uh, I think that's all the announcements that I have uh, other ways to keep up with the uh, iBug we have a uh, 
Facebook group. It is iBug uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. And uh, you can go on there, join it, hit the join button, and we will get you signed up there. Uh, there you will also see announcements of upcoming training and events that we have, as well as it's a place where you can post questions that can be answered in between these Monday night calls. Also, you can follow us on Twitter. Handle is at iBugToday. And lots of good information is being uh, tweeted out there related to Apple information as well as other related tech information that would be of interest to iBug members. And with that, I am going to turn it back to Maria. All right. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. All right. With that, let's open it up for questions and comments this evening. Who'd like to get us started? Feel free to just, if you have a question, to say <coughs> your name, and I will acknowledge you, and then you can go ahead. My name is Elisa. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. So, um, I don't know, um, I have the BART app on the iOS device on my phone. I was wondering, does anyone know where to go down to find the settings to put in your password for the account? All right, good question. Anyone would like to answer that, BARD app users? All right, um, well, if you go, Let's see, I'm going to open it up myself. There is a, um, I believe, oh my goodness, and of course it's not. There is a settings tab. Um, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, it's going to help you out. I mean, yeah, yeah, go I, have, I don't know where it is, but I can help you. And we oh, can I, I have it actually up. Thank okay, you. Go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so Elisa, so like down at the bottom of the app, um, you have your bookshelf tab, get books, settings, and now reading. And so if you go into that settings tab, you'll see them categorized. You see audio settings, braille and display settings, and then you'll see user account settings. And so then if you go into there, you'll have a button there that says board account. Well, I have one that says board account account because I'm already signed in. Um, so that's what mine says. And then that's where I'm able. And then there are all the other settings for like um, downloading over mobile network and auto locking during download and, and other there are other things um, and what you want to show and things like that. But if you go into this board account, there is a login information. This is the dialogue and you see. So when you double tap on that board account button, you see a username and password text fields. Does that help there? Does that make sense? Oh, um, I'm just checking. This is Steven. Yeah, go ahead, Steven. Yeah, so if you, um, on the settings tab, you click on the settings and it says user account. And then yes. when you click on the user account, then it will say barred account. And so I'm assuming yep. that's, yeah. that's I, so, I, yeah, yeah, you had it. Yep, I think there. I think some people are having some internet connection issues. I, I think. Yeah, I got kicked off. Have, yeah, I, I got. I've I've had trouble. I got kicked off. I had to come back while Michael was still. Oh dear. So I yeah. Think we're so, oh, here you are, Lisa. You're back. So does that help? I don't know if you heard that. Um, I'm not sure when you got kicked off, but hopefully. No, you'll that, be able to... This is Elisa. 
Hey, go ahead. I heard that. Thank you. Maria. Oh, perfect. Okay, great. Very good. And you shouldn't have to now that that bug has been resolved that was there before where you used to have to log in when you browse and such. I think that's been fixed. So once you put it in there, hopefully you shouldn't have to log in, you know, put it, put them in for a good long time. Hopefully your credentials will just be saved. All right. Very good. Who would like to ask the next question? I have a quick oh, Yes. Uh, go ahead. Who is that? I'm sorry. This is Claudia. Claudia, go ahead. I have a question about Bard. Um, <clears throat> I have a friend that wants to join Bard. I have been in Bard for quite a while, so I don't remember what the process was. Okay. Is your friend um, already a member of the, the National Library Service? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Okay. She, she had a Bard account before. But ah. it's been a long time. So okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think probably they deactivate those accounts after like six months or so of use. So I would recommend that your friend contact their local library and they should be able to reactivate that account. I don't think they should have to. I mean, I don't know. It depends on the time, but I don't think they should have to, you know, start it from the beginning if, if that was there before. I think it just so, needs a reactivate. They have to react so she can't sign up like uh, online or anything. Well, I would right, right. I would hesitate to have her sign up as a new user if you say that she has an account already. I would think that the best thing for her to do is to contact her local, her whatever her talking book library is, and see if they already have an account for her in the system. Okay. Because uh, that would even be easier for, you know, if they just need to flip the switch, if you will, right? If they need to press the button. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then she'd be up and dry. I'm, I'm sure they could help her with, there are forgot password. Um, there's a forgot password link on the BARD website itself and such if she needs to get that reset. But I would suggest that she contact the library rather than risk having two accounts in her name and possibly that causing okay. issues. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Sure. All right, who'd like to ask the next question? Anything else on the board app? Or are we good? We can go on to another topic. And I should clarify, it doesn't say forget. It said reset your BARD password here if that's needed. So, But you do need to know the email address associated. So, But again, if it's been a long time, I think that account has probably been just put it into an inactive status. So, all right. Anyone else would like to ask a question? I have a question if no one else does. Well, this is Sandhya. Okay, go ahead, Sandhya. I was just going to say that, you know, the advantage of just activating the account is, I mean, if you have to start all over, then you've got to get like proof that you are in the system or that you're, you know, you have to get a doctor's, uh, node and all it's kind of a, a pain right yeah. so you have to go through that whole procedure that's a good point all right anyone like to ask 
Well, while you're thinking, I guess I'll ask my quick question. I was browsing really quickly before I took Lacey out. And so I have no, my question is, I have no idea what this thing is. So I'm wondering if anyone's, I kind of do, but I don't. So I'm wondering if anyone's played with it. I went on to Apple Viz and, you know, they have their new little like site design and what have you. And um, they were mentioning one of the latest apps that was recommended was something called Bright Mind. And the first thing I thought of when I saw Bright Mind was that there's a formulation of the food that Lacey eats called Purina Pro Plan Bright Mind, but I take it that's not what we're referring to here. And it said something like Bright Mind Messenger. And so I'm wondering, I, I didn't even click on it. Like I said, I was just kind of scrolling. This so I'm wondering Herbie. if anyone knows what the heck this is. Oh, go ahead, Herbie. Are you thinking of Bright Guide Messenger? Oh my gosh. See, I told you I was so quick. I think probably I was. Okay. okay. I do know a few things about it and... Um... Personally, I didn't like it. It's supposed huh. to be an accessible messenger program. It's supposed to make the app Telegram oh. work in conjunction with it. I've never used the original Telegram app. I didn't like the app because for two reasons. One, I kind of felt it was redundant since there's already a lot of accessible chat apps mm-hmm. out there. Um, two, just it was instead of like send buttons and stuff like that, you had to do a lot of weird flicking um so i mean i I don't know how if a first-time user would actually find it usable or more confusing and then the other thing i didn't like is if you want to be able to do things like uh, send voice chats and stuff like that you actually have to pay no to do that um Whereas presumably, I think Telegram is all free, right? For I don't know whole... about Telegram itself, but the, you know, the way I see it, it's like you've got your WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, right. iMessages on the phone is free. Why would I want to yeah. pay unless it's, I mean, if Telegram itself is paid, I get it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I otherwise to, to me, it kind of yeah. seems like redundant sort of like unless there's some compelling yeah like value proposition to it exactly yeah that was just my impression of it when i tried it but it was actually last year i think it was when i actually did try it Uh um but i mean i guess i guess just for me it felt like it was an attempt at creating a blind community and it may sound harmless on the surface and that's fine but i as somebody that has experienced a lot of blind communities not including ibug but um definitely not including ibug with my next statement but a lot of them can be very uh drama oriented mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's for me why it was kind of a yeah turn off oh so they're actually i see so they're like targeting specifically this particular bright guide is targeting blind individuals it's supposed to be an a blind friendly messenger app it is definitely bright guide i looked that up again see this this is what i mean i literally just scrolled and i clearly my mind filled that in i knew it bright mind (laughs) oh my goodness association (laughs) with uh (laughs) Yeah, really. Oh, well, thank you for that. Okay, interesting. Um, and I looked up the app, and it just says get. So I imagine it is. It's, uh, it's an in-app purchase free. if you want to get the purchase the voice message. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I should clarify. I, I looked up Telegram, and it didn't okay. say in-app purchases. So it looks like that. Looks like it's free. So, but that's just a preliminary. I mean, it usually yes. says right in-app in-app purchase. Yes. Yeah. 
So interesting. All right. Well, thanks for that. It does not sound, I think I might steer clear of that myself, but I was wondering. But if anyone else decides to try it or something and ever wants to make any comments, it apparently got two recent recommendations on Apple Viz for what that's worth. So, all right. Very good. Anyone else have a comment on that? Okay, then. Very good. And anyone who would like to ask the next question? Any, anyone have Facebook questions? <laughs> this is David from Houston. <laughs> Go ahead, David. Uh -huh. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to have a Facebook question. I was just oh. throwing that out there. But if you have one, go ahead. <laughs> well, this is, uh, I was listening to that Apple Biz podcast today, um, the monthly pod podcast they do. Uh -huh. And they were mentioning this, uh, this little bug, I guess it was introduced in 13.6 iOS where, uh, and I know this is too, but I thought it was just maybe my, my phone or something. But I noticed now when I delete things from the text from the text box, if I go and delete, mm -hmm. it makes that little thunk sound, like thunk, 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 like, like the sound when you're, you know, little, um, like you've reached the end of the screen or you've reached, you know, the oh. edge of the screen kind of warning button, you know, like, or like you can't click that. It's, it's you know. Yes. Instead of, it usually would make like a little clicking sound like a keyboard, you know, like that. Okay. Or, or something, when you, when you backspace or, you know, delete over something you had typed. And it seems like that would have come in after that update. <clears throat> okay. Has anyone, I, I actually, yeah, has anyone, I turn off my, um, my, oh my gosh, and there's even a, I'm sorry, there's even a podcast on that app I just asked about. Yikes. No, I'm so out of it. Anyway. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it anyway, still deletes, it still works. But, I mean, the, the deletion still works. It just, right, right. Noise. It just makes that sound. That, yeah. Yeah. Has anyone, so I, I actually have my sounds, my voiceover sounds off. So I, uh, <clears throat> unless I just tried just right now, I would, <laughs> I could uh, to see if I can duplicate it, but let's see if anyone else is out there. This is Steven. Hey, Steven, go ahead. I notice it does that sometimes, not all the time, but on, um, when I hit send on a text message, I'll hear that little, boom. I mean, it sends, like you said it, but it didn't used to do that. So it's kind of interesting that, and it doesn't even do that on all messages. I just noticed that I'll hit, I'll text somebody, I'll hit send. Mm -hmm. And I hear that little thump sound that David's talking about. So I don't know if it's a bug or if it's just, but it doesn't do it all the time though. That's the thing. <laughs> it's weird. And always makes them harder to squash, yep. doesn't it? Yep. Oh, how strange. Anyone else? I know I've sometimes had, speaking of sending messages, I send the message if I'm using my Braille display and I hit, you know, enter to send and I'll say like, I messag or something like it won't say the whole word message. So it comes out as like, I messag or like sometimes it'll say a part of a word and it's like, what, where does that even, where did that even come from? So, but again, it doesn't do that all the time either. Anyone else experience odd sounds? when dealing with text fields in some way. All right, well, maybe people don't have their sounds on or maybe it's just certain devices, but interesting. 
I did see Apple Viz uh, has some, they invited some people or like they're inviting for some pilot of a bug tracking and identification, uh, I don't know, system of some sort. I didn't read the article. Like I said, I was just scrolling. Um, so it looks like they maybe want to um, expand the pool of people who are testing for bugs to be able to report more complete things. So if anyone is interested in that, um, you can go to appleviz, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S dot com, and it should be there on the homepage and in their blog. Probably it would be best not to do it with your primary device if you're going to install early betas. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? Any? This is Eva. Uh, yes, go ahead. Uh, Eva, is that who that was? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I found a follow-up to um, the iMessage thing we were talking about, that if uh -huh. there was an Android voice person on the call that we, you know, you couldn't leave the message. The only thing I could think of to do is just to mute all the conversations except for the people that I do know and just leave it there. It's still annoying because every day you have to go in and clear out the, the, uh, the messages that you receive, but at least your phone's not going off and blowing up all the time. All right. That's my only solution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for that tip. I know that what that is like in terms of very well, active groups. Go ahead, Sandhya. Well, I just had a follow-up question. So are you saying, Eva, you, you turn off all the people that, whose numbers you don't know? Is that what you're saying? Or what, what are you doing? Yeah, that's basically it um because it's a it's a church related group list and some of them i don't know who they are but it's just that i like to get the notifications of upcoming events so i don't want to leave the group because then i'll miss things but they can start getting pretty chatty amongst themselves and then it's high traffic and i'm like oh come on guys <laughs> so anyway okay all right very good all right, who would like to ask the next question? Or does anyone else have any comments on this, on the uh, uh, messages managing your busy groups? All right, then, who would like to ask the next question? Any, um, let's see, any new apps that people have played with? Summer apps. This is Herbie. <laughs> go ahead, Herbie. You know, just to go back to the previous topic, since nobody has any um, things, I wanted to mention that, you know, with managing messages, it's going to be, group messages, it's going to become a lot more interesting in iOS 14 because you'll be able to do some you can mute more notifications and only just get mentioned if like your name is brought up if somebody mentions your name oh, specifically yeah. so i think that's some exciting stuff to be looking forward to if you're into uh, groups that have a lot of traffic that is a good point and, and to mention someone you'd use the at sign right and then their name mm -hmm. i think yeah that makes it, yeah, that makes sense. There are other apps that do that. And I think you're also, in terms of managing them, you're supposed to be able to uh, reply, be able to reply to specific messages now. And 
so you can kind of yep. keep track it like in a thread if something interests you um and oh this might not be for the group i know you can pin is that just pinning conversations i think that's or okay so yes that's actually a pretty cool thing um it's a public beta, so I'm not giving anything away that you can Right, have. exactly. It hasn't already been posted online. Right. Um, so pinning conversations, that is separate from groups. So what it means is um, once you go to, in, in your messages list, you can, a, a conversation you have with anybody or a group, you can, you can, you'll be able to swipe to an option that says pin. And once you do it, then that conversation is automatically put to the top of your list. Um, ah, okay. Similar to like how you pin a note. Yes. Currently. The disadvantages is all new conversations. You know, whenever you get a new message that's not pinned, it's still going to appear, appear below your pinned conversations. Uh-huh. And your pinned conversations, I didn't see a way. Um, I don't know if they fixed this yet or not because I've had some problems with the latest beta. Um, but when I was playing around with it, there was no way to change the order of the pinned conversation. So whatever order you pinned them in, that's how they remained. And even, and if you got a new message from within those pinned conversations, you still had to find them. They did not like automatically move to the top. They stayed in one place. Gotcha. Interesting. So that was my experience with the pinned conversations. Good to know. All right. Very good. Thanks for sharing. Right. Anyone else? Yeah, this like is Gail. Ask? Yep, go ahead, Gail. All right. Yes, I had a question about Cero. Okay. Cero app. Yes, the one that was recently, where was that demoed on which of our events? I don't remember now. Was it the Saturday event? This is her yes. was the, the caf virtual face. The virtual, the workshop. The, yes. the Apple workshop. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Now, I, I had that at one time. Mm -hmm. Um years ago and um i forgot um my login uh, ho hold on for a second i need to oh. i'm gonna mute a second I'm gonna mute oh. you. all right so we can come back oh go ahead are you back okay um all right so then why don't we come back to that one then, Gail, I guess for when you're able to come back so you can finish explaining your question. Um, all right, uh, who would like to ask the next question? Hey. Oh. oh, can you hear oh, me? Oh, there you are. Okay, yes, oh, go okay. ahead. All right, oh, so you I had your login. I was muted. I was trying to tell them not to do dishes. Okay. No, okay, no, so, thank you for, okay. exactly. No, thank you for That's doing that to keep down the noise. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, um, I um, had the app and I forgot both my login information and the password. And uh -huh. so um, then um, I was trying to see where it was, you know, where you could, you know, I tried the phone number I tried and uh, you know, where it was where you could, you know, reset it and, I couldn't find it. And also I couldn't find where to go to get, um, you know, the update with the uh, Cero, um, you know, with all this uh, new stuff. Because this was really old, my Cero. 
Gotcha. Okay. All right. Does anyone have, I don't personally use that app, so I don't have an experience. Does anyone else here use that app? Anything password resets or getting latest features? This is Sandhya. Yeah, go ahead, Sandhya. Okay, so Gail, uh, so are we saying that you used to use it a long time ago, or you? Had yeah, recently? okay. How I long ago are you talking? It was several years ago. Several okay, years ago, and right. I cannot remember my login or password. And I tried, I and I can't, um, I can't find where, you know, to, to reset. Yeah. I think you can reset the password, but I can't find where to reset the login or what to do. Okay, so is I there a phone number or yeah? Okay, well, I would recommend because, like now, if you want to use the Sero app to get movies and so forth like that, right? It is a paid app, so you have to. I would recommend uh, downloading the app again. If you, I mean, if you say you don't know where it is on your phone or you're well, not I know where it is on the phone. It's okay. there because I tried to download it again and okay. it just opened up that my Cero app and right. I can't, yeah, and I can't, yeah I, uh, yeah. I think I had some trouble finding where to and set up the account myself. It took a little bit, but I will, I'll be looking and I'll get back. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause it's got that old be it was the old be my eyes. And so when I, tried downloading the Sarah the other day it, it just opened up um, from my old app and right. uh, yeah that was the only thing I could do right and so eventually you're going to have to you know pay, you know subscribe I mean well, I, don't I was know trying I was trying to do that right I okay I'm gonna look to find, and, oh yeah find I'll, out how to subscribe. I'll look and find out okay thank you thank you thank you I appreciate right. it thank you Cynthia okay awesome. thank you All <laughs> appreciate <right>. it <laughs> All okay. Right, very good. I'll well, hopefully you'll, we're teamwork. Hopefully you'll be able to get some answers there together. So, all right. Very good. Who would like to ask the next question? It's Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, when Sonia was doing the tile app, um, I noticed she had sounds. Do you have to get the premium edition to get the sound? Because I, I. I put the tile app on my phone. The only the only thing I can use it with because I don't have any tiles, but the Plantronics 5200 has um like a thing built a thing built in it for the tile app. You can you can use that headset with the tile app. Okay. Um, and I think it, it found my headset, but I just got like the vibration. And I couldn't, I couldn't see anywhere where you, I could select sounds. Sounds. So I wondered if I had to get the premium edition. Okay. Does Sandhya or anyone else using the Tile uh, app and tiles? Are you hearing sounds through your headset? Through your headset. Yeah, go ahead, Sandhya. Okay, I don't. I uh, to answer the question, I don't have the premium, so I was, you know, just getting the sounds if I uh, out of the out of the, the device itself. So I don't know how you would. Uh, I mean, I guess you're supposed to get sound out of the headphones because that's what it sounds like. I mean, I mean, ha, sounds like. But 
Uh, Where do you select the sounds? Because I looked all over the I, menu. I, didn't, I never did select anything. I mean, it was like kind of automatic. As far as you're saying, when the tile responded, like when I was beeping it or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was just like uh, you click on something. It would. It, I think it said find, and then when you hit find, it would start uh, playing the little song. Oh, okay, because so when when I did when I did the find, it just it just like gave me a vibration on my phone. Okay, on your phone. Hmm. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I think if the way it's supposed to work is it should your the device the the Plantronic thing should I would think emit some kind of sound or give you some kind of feedback. Well, I guess I got to take the Plantronic out of my ear. Well, I probably want to do. Oh, maybe now. that's why. It oh yeah. That I wonder if the Plantronics, I wonder if it has some sort of a sense where like it knows because it's in your ears that it's not going to blast some loud, you know, sound. Okay, yeah. but if I, I, if I take it out of my ear, um, <laughs> it's, and it's connected, I'm not going to be able to hear what's on my phone screen. So I'm wondering if I should use another Bluetooth headset and put the Plantronic somewhere else. Wait, so are, Mort, are you are you getting sounds when you're not hooked, when you're not connected to your headset? Like if you're just using the phone, are you getting the sounds? No, no. I, I Oh, so you're I, not I getting had, them at all at all. Because, because don't I have to have the Plantronics headset turned on so that when it finds it, I can hear the sound? Oh, um, I'm a little, wouldn't the tile, isn't the tile supposed to emit the sound? I don't have, I don't have a tile. It oh, I'm sorry, you're using, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It has I was confused. App, it has oh, you're trying to. App built into it. Oh. This is I Herbie. See. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So <laughs> let's see if I understand what you're actually wanting to do. You're wanting to try to find your Plantronics headset with the Tile app? Yes. And you're not hearing any sound? Um, I'm, I'm getting like a, I'm getting like a vibe, um, a haptic feedback on my phone. Well, I think the problem is, this is just a guess, but when Sandia demonstrated it, because she demonstrated with the tile, an actual tile, if I'm, I believe that the sound actually comes from, from the, the tile, tile, yeah. tile unit itself. And okay. so at either one or two things is happening. It, either the Plantronics isn't designed to admit the sound since it's a headset and not a tile unit, or it's coming through the um, internal <clears throat> and through the headphones itself which is why you can't hear it. Um, a great example of that is the AirPods. If you use the Find My AirPods feature, the sound doesn't come through the case or anything. It comes through the AirPods, but it's- through the AirPods themselves, okay. Exactly, so. And is that with the, is that the Tile app that you use for that or do you just- No, it's a function built into the actual Apple itself for the Find My AirPods. Okay, see, because the, the Plantronics 5200 if you look in the menu, with it says settings and find my headset. Right. And then it has apps. And there are two apps that you can use with that. You can use the Alexa app. Um, and you can use the Tile app. Right. 
but the sound may be coming through the headphones themselves, which is why you can't hear them, and not through like a loud speaker the way the tile's designed to do. Oh, okay, okay. This is D. Okay, go ahead, D. Okay. I don't know a thing about this, but I'm going to give you my hunch, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It seems to me if it has a tile thing built in it, then you would want, and your purpose is to find your headset. I think the fact you would have your headset turned off and try it and see if it omits a sound. Otherwise, I mean, if you got your headset turned on and on your head, I think you already know where it's at. I I would honestly try it, turn the headset off and uh, lay it down somewhere and, you know, try to tap that thing on your phone. And if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work with it turned off, we turn the headset on and, but, you know, leave it laying somewhere and try it. Thanks. I'll play with it some more. But yeah. I would think if it has a tile in it, the tile would pick up that signal. Yeah. So I Thanks. think that, you know, yeah, I don't think it's going to work when you have it turned on and on your head, in your ear or however those yeah. work. All right. Yes. Thank you, D, for that. Cause, yeah, I think that that does make sense. It probably does like sense its distance to you or something. And if it's, it, I'm guessing similar with you know the AirPods, they know when they're in your ears. You know, they it can you can set it to automatically unpause, uh, you know, pause and unpause itself when it's in and out of your ears. So I'm sure if it has some kind of a sensor like that, and if it knows that it's in your ears, that probably you know so, so as not to blast you with a very annoying sound <laughs> potentially. Maybe that's part of it too. So, so yeah, good luck with that. The tech is quite smart. All right. Who would like? This is Sandia. Real Go quick. ahead, Sandia. Okay, so I'm in the Tile app, and I mean, I'm assuming Marty already did this, because so you can add, you know, a Plantronics device. So you know, just as you would add a Tile. Plantronics. So you pick that. So I mean, assuming that you you have to specify which of these uh, Plantronic devices you have. I I did that, son. Yeah, I and I found the fifth. You Voyager found the one you had, okay. Yeah. All yes. right, okay, just clarifying that. Okay, Thanks. and Thanks. then you yeah. go through the whole little process. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and then, to, well, I don't mean to dominate here, but I found, uh, Gail, the answer to her question here. Oh, per- in real time, perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me go back on mute real quick. All right. You got me all excited here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're in the Cero app, and then it's way down there. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Voice chat. Sports. So you're going through all the things that they have. Sports. Weather. Dokuzan plus entertainment. Information. Entertainment. Just to follow up, entertainment, that's where you would find the movies in case you're wondering down the road. Information, voice chat, users forum, Sarah community map notes, my newspaper bookmark, my blog, personal web, my account, customers. There it my is, account. my account. So when you go to my account, double tap. My account, Sarah, back button. And then. My account, headed customer support portal, link. 
Do we have a customer support portal? Try ATI Eloquence for 14 days. Edit contact information. Link. These are the basic things you can edit your contact information, change your password. Change your Acero username. Link. Change your password. Set name for outgoing message. Set Kindle email app. Purchase your tech products and services. So Link. That's where you would go into, I would presume, because I it shows you different things that you can buy from them. Um, so I can double tap on that. Sarah, and you can button. see. Enter coupon codes or gift. Welcome to the Sarah. Next button. Next button. So you're just going to go through this Sarah, menus, these different menus. The accessibility anywhere package. The accessibility anywhere package brings you everything you need to be productive and entertained. Do you want to sign up for the ex yes yearly two hundred forty? So so here we go. So you can sign up for different things here. So that's where I would think it would be, Gail. That's where you have uh, to go okay. to my account. So was that under settings or where was that? No, you just that's go into the main. You know the main. You know once you open okay. the app. There's all these things, sports, okay. whatever, just go all the way down. Okay. All right. I will look because mine still says okay. like, be my eyes. Well, okay. All right. I will look. Okay. okay thank well, you. I don't see anything about be my eyes here, but okay. All right. I'm not, not, I mean, I mean, not be my eyes, not be my eyes. Okay. Sorry. I, I meant, I meant uh, what Sarah. it was called. I meant what it was called. I blink radio. I blame radio. Right. So, so yeah. Gail, okay. yeah, I would, Gail, I would actually recommend, because I think I remember like that whole app, it was, yes. it, it, it literally yes. changed to a new app. So I would right. actually recommend deleting that I blink radio app that you have and then going yeah. to the app store again and download yeah. the Cero. Yeah. To yeah. Start the, yeah. Yeah. I may have to do that, but mm. I'm going to look at it again and try what she was talking. And if I can't mm. find that, I'm going to delete it and do what she do that. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you. Good. Thank you. Hopefully that helps. Thanks. All right. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Back when it was iBlink Radio, I think my app just automatically changed its name to Sarah when it updated. I don't think I had oh. to delete the old app and reinstall it. I think it just automatically changed over when they I... updated. Oh, interesting. Well, I, it, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, I don't have yeah, the premium it, version either. I just have the free. Right, the free. Yeah. Yeah. It this did is Stephen. Yeah, oh, it, it did say Sarah. It did say Sarah when I was trying to download it. It said Sarah, but it was a free version. Yes. Yeah. And then you have to I log have. in if you want the premium version. Yeah. But see, that's what I can't remember is my login. Right. Is where, uh, well, then maybe you should contact uh, Sarah Tech and uh, ask them how to. Reset, reset your account. yeah. Zerotech? Yeah, that's the company behind it, S-E-R-O-T-E-K. It's Zero, S-E-R-O-T-E-C-K. It's T-E-K. It's T-E-C-K. No, 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 no C, no C. It's T-E-K. Oh, T-E-K. Yes. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Ah, yeah, that would do it. Okay, thank you. Yep, you're welcome. All right, go ahead, Steve. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Steven, I think you had a comment on this too. Yeah, but it, it was, she'd already confirmed. I was going to say, yeah, it did change because I used to have the, I don't have the app now. I don't use it, but Herbie's right. It, it did change to Sarah automatically. Uh, so she shouldn't have to redownload it unless it's just some glitch in the app. Yeah. Uh, but she already said that she did. So yeah. it's all good. Okay. Very good. No, I, I, I had wanted the, um, the movies and all that and TV. So, okay. All right. All right. Well, good luck with that. Okay. Just remind everybody to say your name before you speak. Thank you.
All right, very good. Who would like to ask the next question? <clears throat> and if you'd like to ask a question, you can just unmute yourself and then say your name. Michael. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, this is, well, it's kind of resolved now, but a little funny that happened uh, in the last 24 hours. I don't know if other people experienced this or not. The, uh, on the uh, Apple Watch, uh, it's the first time it's occurred for me in, for about a 24-hour period starting yesterday, I can't remember, in the morning sometime, and then, and then I noticed it was fixed again, or it was working again the, this afternoon. The Using Siri, it, okay. would, it just hung up and it didn't, you know, it wouldn't respond. I mean, like trying to open an app or set a timer. Siri was just not working. I mean, I know Siri often doesn't work on the iPhone, but uh, that was the first time I've ever experienced it on the, uh, on the watch. On the watch, and for an extended period like that, over a 24 hour period, I kept trying to, you know, use it. Interesting. Just, and then it just came back after? Then, yeah, this afternoon. I, started using it again started working again so huh. and you didn't curious. restart the watch or anything it just started back no, up and no it just you know came back itself so oh. i'm not sure um, if anybody else with apple watches out there that uh, might have experienced something like that all right anyone else did siri have some sort of downtime yesterday this is herbie go ahead herbie i've had spotty problems with siri and the apple watch um but i did notice today it was um acting more normally the way it should have actually because um but i've had some times you know where it's like i'll tell it to set a timer and it just sits there and doesn't respond so yeah, yeah. yeah i've mm. had siri problems with the watch has it happened to you like that, Herbie, for a long period of time, or it's been I use it like so inconsistently sometimes, but I would say yes. Um, it, like, sometimes, today I was actually surprised that it was actually cooperating, to be honest, um, but yes, the other day when I was trying to use it, like, I was so mad because I'd set, I thought I'd set a timer, and then it wasn't going off, I was, like, why and then i look at the timer on the watch and it hadn't even been set it's like oh you stupid siri that's what i get for relying on you so. oh my gosh yeah and i know we've talked about that recently where it says just a moment and then it says she's unavailable and doesn't do things so this this is marty Quite flaky go ahead marty um i have a series four watch and it's not with siri but the problem i've been having is I press the crown button um, to sort of wake it up because I want to know what time it is. Mm -hmm. And I don't get a sound. And then when I press the crown button again, I do get the time. But when I slide left and right, because I have the simple face, which has like five complications. So when I slide left or right to get the different complications, it's stuck at the time and I have to hit the crown again and then I can move around to my different complications to get like my battery status and things like that. Um, that that's a periodic thing. It happens occasionally. It's, it's 
it's not earth shattering. It's just a little, a slight inconvenience. Okay. I was wondering if anybody else had that. <clears throat> All right. Anyone else had issues like that? I know I've had on the iPhone sometimes when voiceover gets stuck on a certain item and I have to kind of touch the screen in a different location to make it come off. So it sounds kind of similar <laughs> that it's getting stuck. But anyone else on the watch? This is Chanel. Okay, go ahead, Chanel. Um, I unfortunately don't have a way to address Marty's other than, yeah, sometimes it doesn't talk to you and then... I have the haptic time on, and so, you know, sometimes then I'll actually, I won't even mean to double tap, and it'll start doing the time, and uh, yes, I know, that's a disadvantage of having it on, but it can be useful, but it just, it does get locked up sometimes, and I just don't know if it's, you know, the watch is a lot slower than our phone, it's gotten better, but um, my problem is, that I just thought of, is that I will set certain complications to auto speak and they'll maybe stay that way for a couple days and then they'll go back to being disabled, which, you know, it, it isn't a huge deal breaker. Just look down on double tap, you know, to re-enable auto speak. But, you know, it seems to do that after a couple times of recharging the battery. So I don't know if anybody's had that issue. Chanel, which, which, it's Marty, oh, which oh, watch yeah. do you have? Which series? The five. I think mine oh, is the okay. five. Kirby yeah, is mine. Got... Well, yeah, I, I won't. But I think mine is the five. <laughs> the four, actually. Four, but... so. Oh, no. I thought my, well, I will go find do you, out. Do you have the compass on your, on your watch? I will go find out. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the five. I have it on now, so I will look. <laughs> okay. That does sound very disconcerting, though, especially because you're expecting it to auto-speak, and then it's like, well, how would you know unless you now know to check it? But, like, how would you know that there was really nothing to, you know, speak? But Actually, this is her, no, the thing, problem I'm having with, oh, sorry, this is her. Uh, yes, go ahead, Herbie. <clears throat> problem I have with my watch is sometimes it wants to start speaking, and I can't get it to stop. Oh like, my God. I'll be doing a lot of constant movements, or, like, I'll be washing dishes, um, and it just wants to start talking and giving me my calorie count and all that type of stuff. And it, it's like when it starts notices a lot of arm movement, it wants to just start talking. And, you know, I looked and my auto speak seems to be off. So. Oh, how weird. It has rather... a mind of its own. This yeah. is Chanel. Okay, go ahead, Chanel. I also have that. Yeah, where, and I don't think it, it's just the auto wake or auto whatever on wrist raise. Yeah, you can keep that off. The auto speak thing that I'm talking about is different. But yeah, I, I have that problem more not than the speech not telling me anything. <laughs> it wants to be too chatty. So Interesting. Is it perhaps auto detecting if it's thinking you're doing some kind of a workout? Some, well, sometimes when I'm playing with yarn, like, you know, just it, it goes crazy. Like I'm exercising or something. <laughs> it used to do that. Um, wow. So Interesting. all of us have Apple watch woes, I guess. Yeah, really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Anyone, it sounds like the uh, watch OS seven can't come fast enough to hopefully resolve some of these issues. Oh. Michael. Go ahead, Michael. <clears throat> One other uh, Apple Watch funny that uh, um, experienced, I just noticed it actually today. Uh, I'll be wearing my AirPods and I'm listening actually to my uh, iPhone, maybe a music or a podcast or something. 
I guess I was actually listening to a podcast today. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then I get a phone call. And I hear the ringer from both my iPhone and Apple Watch coming through my AirPods. Oh, my God. That was kind of weird. That's the first time that I really heard weird. that. Wow. You'd think it, it would be like, smart enough to be like, oh, you're, you know, uh, what is it, like proximity detection or something? Like this is the closer device. <laughs> oh. Were they at least, were they the same ringers? So you got them double? No, no, no they're different ringers so I can distinguish. Uh-huh, yeah. This, this, this is Marty. All right, go ahead, Marty. Since we're talking about weird stuff, another thing that happens with my watch is when, when my phone rings, of course the phone, the phone will ring and the watch will ring. When I answer, I'll answer the phone because I had the phone with me. So when I answer the phone, of course, the phone stops ringing, and, and, but the watch still rings even while I'm talking to the person. Oh, wow. Interesting. Has anyone had that one? Has anyone had anything like that happen? That is odd. Wow. All right. Well, it looks like these watches have attitudes right now. So. What can you do? All right, go ahead, Billy. Um, I don't know what I'm doing wrong on my Apple Watch, or maybe it's just another bug, but I, I silence it so it won't be going off at any little touch. But then later, I'll, you know, rub my wrist against a doorway or or rub it against some clothes or something, and it'll 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 talk it'll announce the time and and everything else i don't know uh another way to stop it other than to put my palm over it maybe i'm doing something wrong this this is marty okay go ahead marty when when you silence it that just means that when someone calls you or when you get notifications no sound will come through your watch but if you if you touch it or tap it um you'll still hear the time. The, the only way to silence that is to actually turn voiceover off with the oh, three wow. clicks of the, of the crown button. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, thank you. Sure. All right, very good. And with that, we've reached our halfway point. All right, hello, thank you, Maria. Okay, so this is uh, our midpoint, our halftime show. Well, not that exciting, but maybe. We are going to have everybody that didn't get to say hello for the first time around or stepped in late, they can say hello, who they are and where they're from. So you could unmute yourself and... This is Brad, I'm a late arrival as usual. Ah, fashionably late, okay darling. Okay, anybody else? Attention. This is Eva. Same here. <laughs> hey, Eva. <laughs> Party will start now. Go ahead. Who else? Anybody else? The fashionably late crowd. Gail. Gail, you- welcome. Okay. Marty, unfashionably late. <laughs> Oh, you're fashionable. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Didn't get to say hello the first time. 
Okay. Well, um, so real quick, um, just to go over the announcements that we have of upcoming events real quick. We will be having Star Trek, the, uh, we're going to be watching actually the Star Wars movie, The Return of the Jedi. It's December 6th. Don't ask me what all that numbering means. I know it means something, but I don't understand it all. But uh, those uh, real Star Wars fans do. And we are following the Machete series, I think, or St Skywalker series. Anyway, uh, so we are in number six. And so that's the movie that we're going to be watching this Thursday. Uh, they're audio described, and then we'll be discussing them. We will not be watching them on the actual program. We'll, I mean, we'll be discussing them on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, Friday, we have our iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And this is a pretty intense movie. Uh, one, two Oscars, and it is called Manchester by the Sea. So it's a really good storyline and you know family and guilt and all kinds of emotions so i would definitely uh, recommend you come and join us on friday 7 30 is the social time and eight o'clock is the movie and then we will discuss all that good stuff at uh after the movie what else we have the ibug cafe on sunday and we'll be talking about note-taking apps and devices so that should be interesting because we always need to take notes so let's find out how to do that more efficiently and that will be on sunday from four to six o'clock that's what is coming up for this week and so we have our website ibug today ibugtoday.org is our website. You can get all the information about everything that we do uh, on there if you missed any of the dates and times and so forth. And all of our calls are recorded and archived, so you can go back and review them at your leisure. Okay, so who has the next question? We're just going along. Maybe you didn't get a chance so far. Lots of good questions tonight. So who has the next one? This is Maria. Yes, ma'am. So I guess this is prompted by the fact that we have a flood watch here tonight and a wind oh, advisory yeah. and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering, so I have the dark sky app and I, it, I got some notice in there about something like, I didn't even realize, I guess like Apple bought them and something about like how the settings are managed in through like Apple location settings now and something about like I, I said I forgot what it says thing about August 1st it's still functioning does anyone know is dark sky going away or is that going to be like integrated into the weather app or something or does anyone have a clue wow yeah this is Chanel okay, go, oh sorry yeah Oh, well, um, so I can just tell you, I listened to Jonathan Mosen's podcast from this last weekend, and somebody else had that question. Um, apparently, dark sky features are going to be integrated into the weather app in iOS 14. Uh -huh. That's all I know about. I mean, Interesting. this person, their app, I think was still not, or was deleted or not functioning i i don't remember i didn't listen to it yeah fully, that's I, yeah mine's it's weird yeah mine's still functioning but it's 
I'm keeping an eye out. We have we have this, this tropical storm thing tomorrow. We're supposed to get between one to two inches of rain. So this, I pull up my door. This is Marty. Hi, Marty. Yeah, I I was wondering. Uh, a friend of mine had suggested that to me, and I downloaded that app maybe three or four years ago, and it was working. And it hasn't been working. And then I went into the app to check my settings, and the settings were there. But I have not gotten any notifications from from Dark Sky. In fact, you prompted me after the call. I'm going to check it again because I'm not. I think I just about turned on every notification and setting that you can in there, and I'm not getting anything. The only thing I get is this is Eva. We have a channel six, so I have Storm Tracker six, which is like their weather app, and that's the only one I get weather info okay well hang on marty i think we got eva's got a comment what you got eva um that happened to me and so what i did was i just totally erased the app and re-downloaded it and then started working again ah that seems to be the secret <laughs> tonight download yeah. <laughs> delete and re-download so maria have you tried that already uh, i yeah no no it's functioning for me i was just oh. wondering what's the deal like i was like oh my gosh i hope it doesn't go away it's really oh, okay great. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really good brad. app yeah. yeah go ahead brad go ahead yeah well i was gonna say number one i've got it on my phone and i've been getting notifications to drizzle starting in dallas in a few minutes and tonight but yes apple bought it yeah they're going to integrate the technology um wow. it's not i don't know i don't believe it's going away but i know for android it is it's supposed oh. to stop. I don't remember. I don't remember the exact timing on it. Probably in August. That may have been why you heard that August. Oh, thing. that yeah. might have been. Yeah. Because I read about it. I read Apple Insider regularly, and I know I read something on there that if you've got it on Android, it will just stop working, and you can't oh. get it or whatever. But no, I don't believe it. The with that iOS, okay, but yeah, they're probably yeah. going to integrate it. Integrate, yeah, with weather. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. I mean, that's probably why they bought it because it is really accurate and really right. Good. And they want this the is technology. Scott. That's what Apple does. Exactly. Um, right. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, that uh, kind of brings to mind. Uh, let's talk about weather. Brings to mind an idea for uh, a deep dive uh, topic in uh, in uh, uh, the uh, cafe is uh, emergency preparedness. Ah, very good idea. Weather and alerts and all kinds of things like that. Yes, that is a good idea. Probably should do that before the end of hurricane season. About to kick up for real and usually gets worse right around August, September, but we've already had a pretty active season. But yeah, great idea, Scott. We will definitely put that in the mix there. Put that on the list of because we could always, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? So emergencies or uh, notifications would be great. This is Dee. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I wanted to ask Maria, did you already have the Dark Sky app? Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I bought it. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I was looking at when I went to find out what's going on with this storm over here with the floods. And I opened it and got some message now about like it being managed through Apple location. And then I okay. did a quick search and I see something about Apple buying it. And I was just doing it quickly. So I was like, does someone have more info than I do? Okay. Because I, I mean, it surprised me if you got, if you didn't already bought the app. 
because evidently yeah. when the Apple in iOS 14, isn't that when they're going to bring it out as part well, of the I guess, Yeah, I guess so. That's what it seems like uh, yeah. people have just said now that it's going to be integrated, yeah, since they bought it. So then so. we won't have to buy the app correctly? I, I guess so. I wonder what will happen. I mean, if we have the app, like, is it just going to work in tandem or is it going to disappear because it's going to be integrated? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out if one day it's no longer on my phone and like come September, yeah. October, I guess I'll know where it went. Yeah, I would say it's probably going to vanish and it's just exactly and just be into the weather app. Yeah. yeah, but that's okay. I mean, wherever I can, you know, it's if as long as the you know tech is there and yeah, All right. yeah. So now I think it what was it, like four bucks or something like that. I bought it a while ago though. So. Okay. Yes, another good app is Carrot Weather. I saw or read or listened to a podcast about that, and I, I, I think it was Apple Viz as well. And the person used Carrot Weather. But this is Chanel. Yes, ma'am. I do use that app. Um, you know, it's good. It's uh, you can turn on or off its uh, snarky personality, but it has a lot of. <laughs> Uh, weather well that's actually what it calls it's uh, it's snarky whatever but it has you know lots of data points you can use dark skies um for your source you can use a few others um honestly i don't but it's very it's pretty accurate as far as you know saying when the rain is coming and all that stuff um lots of notifications from their storms uh so it's pretty good, although although I keep hearing about um, weather gods. I, I need to check that just to see what in the heck it's like, because a lot of people seem to rave about that one. Yes, that was out there for a while, too. Yeah. yeah. Are you? All right. Okay, well, I hope everybody stays safe in all this weather that's happening. So, all right. Who else has a new question or an issue? Is Claudia? Yes, ma'am. I just, uh, it's not a question, but I just wanted to make a comment about weather gods. Yes. I have been using it for a while, and it's really awesome how you can hear the, the if it's raining, you can hear if it rains, or like uh, if there's sunshine, you can, it, it actually plays sounds like you're outside, and it's really, really nice. Oh, cool. That's cool. Like, Plus, it has like, the notifications. Uh, wow. So it's like running in the background, and then you hear it raining or whatever? Or? No, 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 no. It Well, it runs in the background for your notifications, but uh, when you open the app, that's when you hear it raining or or whatever. It's okay. really, it's really awesome. Right. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. I vaguely remember trying that a long time ago. I think I did. Okay, I'll have to go check it out too. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. All right. Got it. Got some weather apps to play with. All right. Who's next? New question, comment, issue, problem. Kelsey with a Zoom question. All right. Go for it, girl. Okay, this is kind of an advanced one. I have several meetings that I attend regularly. And in order to make it easier for me, I actually book, I bookmarked the Zoom links as 
icons on my home screen. And those were, those links were working for a while, but all of a sudden now, if I click a bookmark link from my home screen, it doesn't work. It keeps bringing me back to enter the passcode. This is Maria. Go ahead. I wonder, Kelsey, if those links were because Zoom used to not require a passcode, but now it's gonna it requires when you're having a meeting either for the um for that meeting to be set up either with a passcode and or with the waiting room, and all of those links will have updated if that's the case to in, embed the passcode into them. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. Perhaps is happening that you have the link with just the ID and no passcode. Is that correct? No, I no, I have the links with the passcode and everything, and it's they were working up until oh, about. They'll say so. Yeah. It says like the PWD equals yeah. and stuff. This oh, is Chanel. Okay, go ahead, Chanel. Yeah, I've had the same issue, and it was going like that for me for a few weeks, and I was thinking, oh, I need to go update my iBug today, Zoom icon, whatever. But lo and behold, last week it starts working like normal. So, <laughs> yeah, know. it would take me to the Zoom website. And so then I'd have to find the join button on the Zoom website. Um, that's what mine did. But now it just takes me, now that it's working again, I, you know, double tap on the icon thing. And then it says open this page in Zoom. And I go to OK. And that's working like it's supposed to, but right. That's now, now for me, none of my, none of my links are working that way. Huh. Well, they I might just work the in a week is. or two normally. So. I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's truly annoying. And so what I've ended up doing to get around it is I, I got creative and I went into passwords and accounts and I just added the password that way. And I just auto-filled it from Zoom. It works. It's just a pain to have to add them all manually. I was hoping I could keep the links, but apparently it's not gonna let me now. All right, well, hopefully if Chanel's uh, experience is any guide, maybe they'll come back, you never know. I don't know. Okay, well, we I hope so, see. Kind of painful, yeah. Like, it um, is. It's uh, it's a pain. All right. Thank you for that question. Yes, we definitely need Zoom. Let's all the <laughs> make it as easy as, as we can to get on there. All right. Thank you. Okay. Who else has a question? I have a quick. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Oh, you can. Go ahead. Who's that? Oh, this is Terry. Yeah, but ahead, I can Terry. let the gentleman go first if he wanted. Okay, gentlemen, go ahead, gentlemen. It's, it's, <laughs> it's me, Marty. I just yeah, had a I quick know. question. Is he not still? Are they still making the screen things for the phones? And because I actually, before I got my first iPhone, I thought I they would be useful to me, so I bought them for my iPhone six. And now I have an eight, and I think I bought all three flavors, the ones with just the number keyboard, the ones with the um, abbreviated keyboard, and then the full keyboard one. And I've been thinking occasionally about putting the numbers one on only because 
if I'm like dialing like a touch tone thing and it's a menu and you know how you have to um, press your button within a few seconds or you'll lose that prompt. I thought that I'd be able to find um, the numbers more quickly. All right, so does anybody know if speed dots are out there? This is Maria. Yep, go ahead. At least their website seems like it's still going. It shows uh, like when I clicked on purchase, it goes, you know, iPhone, uh, the different iPads, then it mentions iPhone 11, 11 Pro, and then it goes down from there and mentions the SE 2020, 2 and 8, and the iPhone, uh, SE, my goodness, iPhone 8, it, it mentions in the same category as the SE 2020, and then 7 and 8, that's a category. So yeah, it seems like it's 7 and 8 plus. So yeah, it seems like, I mean, it's being kept up to date in terms of options. So it sounds like they're still on a copyright says 2011 to 2020 speed dots. So it sounds because like they're still out there. If, uh, yeah. so, I don't know if AT guy still so, sells them. That's uh, where I, I just, my original I ones. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I just went to speeddots.com which okay. is their direct website. Um, right. And let's see if there's, there is a link here that says resellers find a distributor. So they're all listed there. Um, they recommend, they, they say they do welcome all orders, but if you might want to have a reseller, let's see, United States, AT guys is listed here. So Oh, okay. Yeah, Thanks. get in touch with them. It sounds, at least it sounds like on the Speed Dots site that they're still there. So, or you can, like I said, go directly to speeddots.com too. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Maria. And I was just going to say, Marty, you were talking about, you know, having to quickly enter, like, you know, like if you're on a, like, you know, press two for a pharmacy or three for whatever, whatever. Uh, I, you know, I've, been a while since we've done it on here talking about you know putting in the phone number and then putting in commas to represent yes i've done that so you've done that okay all right in fact what's the difference between a comma and because some people sometimes say put a semicolon in there is there I, a difference i think it's the increment of time i don't know uh, this is, this yeah, is my, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's actually not, it's the comma is, um, it'll automatically, uh, you know, it pauses for a certain number of seconds and then it dials the number. The semicolon is a bit of a manual pause. So there'll be like a, oh, I forgot what it says, resume or something like there'll be, or dial. It, it'll say something like that will pop up on your screen if you oh, okay. hide your keypad. And so then you indicate when the next string gets yeah. dialed. Um, the after the semicolon, yeah. whereas the comma is automatic, and and you can have a, a consecutive ones too, like for the yes, commas yes. if you needed to pause for longer. Thanks. Thank you, Maria. Okay, thank you, Marty. Okay, Terry, coming back Who's out there. Miss Terry Ann had a comment earlier. There we go. Yes, um, I do know for a fact that AT guy still sells the. Um, the the old the telephone overlays the various kinds because i saw an email uh during the conventions that, that specifically uh mentioned that so i know they still have them um but the, i was going to ask um let's see i had a comment about the zoom thing uh but i was also going to ask um I usually when I 
well, when I do calls with Zoom, I go into Zoom and it allows up to 10 uh, calls in your history. And so, for example, for this group, I just go to that one and um, double tap on it. And then when I put in, go to, to the column that says, I forget, call or it, oh, join. It says join. Um, I still have to put in your password. Other places where I where they do have a password, it's automatically embedded in the link, so I don't have to add it. But now I'm trying to help somebody who wants to initiate a Zoom call and send a, a password to the person that, with whom she wants to initiate that call. And I know I've done it once, but I can't remember what I did, and I can't seem to get it to work now. And and I'm thinking if I wanted to do that, if I wanted to, say, initiate a call with, well, one or two people, I guess it wouldn't matter. Uh, I don't have a paid Zoom account, but I want to be able to send them whatever password is generated on my side so that they can enter that in so they because I can send them my, um, my ID, my Zoom ID, but I don't remember how to find the password that I need to also send the person so that that person can be a part of my Zoom meeting. All right. So, anybody? Anybody have any answers for Terry and how to find a password if you or once you're like inviting somebody to a meeting. Like this is Herbie. Your... Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, the easiest way I think would be like, I think there's still like an option to copy the link or like, um, it's probably in there more. Yeah, you could copy the invite maybe or, yeah. Yeah, so there's two options. There's copy the, uh, copy invite basically copies the URL and then there's copy the invitation is the whole full blown invitation. So or maybe that's the way to do it. Have you tried that, Tarion? Or um, we were starting to try that when we got interrupted, but I did send her an email with an invite right. link to it. And in theory it had the number in it, but she could not she double tapped on it, but there was no link there, she said. So is she doing like a phone number? Is she doing one tap mobile or something or? Um, I guess, oh, I sent it to her via email and she wanted to just tap on the link in the email. Okay, okay. And she did, she said, the, and I didn't hear her phone say link either. Hmm. And I sent her an invite link. But if you just go into Zoom and like there's a join meeting or well yeah there's a join meeting but oh start a meeting that's it is could I start from there and then um, my PMI would personal meeting ID would come up right and, and then, then I could give that to a person let's say if I'm on a phone call with them and we want to have a zoom chat 
And then, but where do I go after that to find my, the password that I need to give her so she can join my. Cause I my think it'll generate it for you. I mean, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I've done that. Cause we just always yeah. use the same thing, but I'd have to try it out. But, uh, it does it automatically, supposedly, but I don't know where to find it once it generates it. That's, I guess, right. what I don't but know. I would this think if you... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So one thing to look for, okay, because, like, the Zoom links display weird, but and this just yeah, reminded me of Kelsey's problem, actually, too, because the Zoom links now actually display something a little bit different. They're, like... um zero to web so you're looking for something that says like zero to web yep found that and then when you double tap on it that should open the zoom link even if it doesn't say link it i think it does still work yeah she said she tried that and it didn't work and i heard her double tapping it because we right. were still on the phone this is chanel yes ma'am um well i was just wondering because i know like um Herbie or I thought he was able to change the zoom password on the fly or whatever. So how would somebody get in and do that on like, could Terry change the password and then, or come up with a new password or whatever, and then just give it to her. Is that easy to do I, on the phone? I thought if it's, I don't know if you have that control, if you don't have a, if you have a, regular free account i don't know if that's like this is herbie. I, I don't know go ahead uh, herbie yeah you can do it in the meeting settings but i don't think you can do it like say while a meeting is in progress ah hmm. uh, okay so the password would always stay the same well you can change the uh, password in fact give me just a second and i will tell you exactly what to do so what if uh while he's looking that up uh, Terry, why, if mm -hmm. you've already started the meeting, can you go into participants, but they're not there yet. So you could just right. go under to invite and, and that's what you already did. Try to send them an email and yes. I'm not able to click on the thing. So Right. That's really odd. I mean, I would try actually doing the URL. Hopefully that would be less stuff to navigate through because the okay. invitation has a lot of stuff in it. So yeah, I usually just send the URL part it's easier. This is Brad. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. When you send the meeting invite, what kind of web email client is your friend using on the other end? And is it on their phone or is it on their computer? It's and on her computer. Okay, and where I'm going with this is lots of blind vision impaired people for some reason prefer plain text email. And if you send a link and it's plain text email on the receiving end, the link is not a link anymore. It's just a text string. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I so forgot about that. I know lots of people Yeah. have their outlook set for plain text and they don't really seem to know the difference. Mm -hmm. I did so forget about that. that. So if, if she's got that, she can always... You know, just like a regular text, highlight the link, you know, put your cursor at one end, hold down the shift key, go to the end, copy it, go to your browser and paste it in. And paste and it in it. there. And you can do it manual way. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So 
So yes, if you want to adjust your meetings um, on the in Zoom, you go to the meetings tab. It's at the bottom. It's like um, you've got your meet and chat, and then meetings, and then in here. You list your personal meeting ID. You've got your start. Send invitation. Edit. And this is where you can adjust. Require meeting password. Okay. And then it actually, as you just heard, it actually tells you what the password is. So you can change it, you know, to something, you know, whatever you want. You just double tap on the edit field to edit it. So one thing you can always do is have like, depending on how worried you are about security is if she's having problems with the link, you know, just tell her your personal ID and create, you know, like a simple password mm -hmm. that she can easily remember. Um, another th thing you people can always do is with passwords is, you know, and I, you, you can go find my message in the Facebook group, but I explained how you can actually put a Zoom password in Keychain. Um, and uh, log in that way. It's um, so that, that's, a, that's another way, but yeah. you know, that's at least another option you have is to, you know, do a simplified password that, you know, people can remember that you can just give to them and they can type mm -hmm. it in. And I suggest if they're not good at typing, do something that's numeric based. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. So then do something that's numbers and then that way, you know, that, that should make it a little bit easier. And you can turn off, uh, you still can turn off required password, it sounds like. Because yeah. I thought I you weren't so, going to be able to do that. It's kind of weird because I've heard that Zoom technically doesn't let you do that, but let's see what happens. Right. This, is Brad. this is Maria. I, okay, okay, Brad, go ahead, then Maria. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom right now, you can get away with it. They, was, they were supposed to enable that you either had to have a password or a waiting room. And I believe the date for that was supposed to be July 19th. And for some reason, they delayed that until September. And I don't know the date in September, but I know it's been moved to September. Uh -huh. But the day is coming when you got to use either a password or a meeting, a waiting room. But I don't know if that applies to PMIs. I know I've got the password turned off on my PMI. And I don't know what's going to happen in September, but I don't use it. But I don't really use mine except for, you know, somebody specific. Right. Yeah. It was in meetings that now that thank you for because I I could not remember where I it was meetings that I started out in to find the password. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right, Maria, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was basically just going to say the same thing. I. Thought it was. I think it's supposed to be September twenty seventh, and it says it'll require that all. And like uh, Brad said, that was a. It got moved. I've seen that notification change when I've set up meetings. Um, it does say starting September twenty seventh, it'll require that all meetings have a passcode or a waiting room. So, uh, enabled for all paid. What does it say for all paid? Oh, either have a passcode or a waiting room enabled for all paid accounts. Um. There's a there's a document here on Zoom. It says FAQ meetings waiting room and passcode requirements September twenty seventh, twenty twenty. It's a Zoom help center article. So um, yeah, that might. 
give you more info in terms of the change. But I would say, I mean, the sooner you kind of do it, if you're able to, the you know, better you get used to it, uh, you know, the easier it is. Apparently, this is already enforced for free accounts, says Zoom. And this is just for um, and for government accounts required on October 18th, 2020. So they're rolling, rolling this out. But it sounds like, uh, you know, as soon as if you do it kind of sooner rather than later when it's out of your, you know, when it's in your hands, then it just, the change won't be so like jarring. Yep. And that's what I had in mind. Plus I know she's wanting to use this for work. So she has to have a password. Yeah. Which which, by the way, Zoom, it seems like they are phasing out. It says as part of this change, we're making the distinction of codes that are unique to your meetings, passcodes, and we'll no longer be referring to them as passwords. So passcodes are meant to be shared with your invited participants along with the meeting IDs for access. So, and passwords are going to refer to your Zoom login credentials. So, Got it. Yeah, this is just coming straight from this Zoom FAQ. So, um, I thought that was coming out of your head, Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and apparently if you don't have them enabled, see, this is a useful little, if neither is enabled, Zoom will enable a waiting room for your meetings. So Ah, I, default. yeah, so it's, it's a good, like I said, Google this FAQ, um, FAQ Zoom. If you just Google something like Zoom meetings, waiting room, passcode, September 27th, it'll, should pull up this document. Um, all right you can come back maria okay just remind yeah sorry about that i i was i was looking that up and i wasn't on top of the Um, but yeah definitely if you look at this uh if you make a google of something like that the date the september 27th passcode waiting room zoom it should come up as the first result this faq document so you might want to have a look okay and i think brad had a comment brad i was was gonna say here's the secret way around this Uh you create a meeting you don't use the passcode but you enable the waiting room as soon as the host is in the meeting you go down there, forgive me if I don't get the name of the button right. Uh, what is it? Options, more options for? Managing participants. Thank you, managing participants. And you open that drop down box and you go in there and you uncheck the waiting room. And then people can enter. But you want to be careful about the kind of meeting you're doing. Yeah. They so don't get bombed. But you can turn the waiting room off. Okay, very good. Yes, no fun to be Zoom bombed. We unfortunately experienced that. So, all right, but we have bouncers. We have iBug bouncers. So, there we go. That's how we take care of that. But thank you, Brad. All right, good information about Zoom. Our best friend. All right. Okay, who has the next question? It is nine o'clock. The evil hour has begun. We can start with anybody have a Facebook question. We're going to go a whole night without a, I actually have a Facebook question, but yes, sir. There you are. Welcome. Yep. Thanks. I I got two iPhone questions. First one is around now I keep getting this notification on my phone. Your battery is optimized. And there's no way I can remove that notification. So it says your charge will complete at 4.30 in the morning. Is there any way I can get rid of that notification or am I stuck with it? This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. 
The only way to get rid of it is to turn off the optimized charging. Okay, okay that was simple enough. This is Brad. Okay, go ahead, Brad. I found that when that notification is on, it's on my lock screen. And I can highlight it, turn my um, rotor to, uh, God, why can't I say it? My brain freezes. Um, when I flick up and dismiss it. Okay. So you can the rotor? Uh, yeah, what the hell is it called? Um, hang on. Okay. All right. Well, while he's, uh, so yeah, the optimize, just, just letting you know when the charge will be complete. Yeah. So. Is that rotor right? Is that rotor item called actions? Actions, yeah. Sorry, my brain freezes. There we go. Marty, good job. Okay, so under action, just dismiss. Yeah, and my second question, I noticed this, I don't know when it started, but when I'm on the phone with someone and then I want to start uh, flipping around the phone and you hear that, 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 that sound, the person on the other side can start hearing that now. Oh. As, yeah, I found this out yesterday and my mom did not appreciate me. Not <laughs> They weren't getting your full attention, obviously, huh? No. Uh, so, anyone else run into, into that problem? So, they can hear you swiping around on your phone? Yeah, they're able to hear it. They, I don't think they're able to hear the actual contents of what I was reading. But they're hearing but clicking and stuff? They, yeah, they heard all the clicking. Wow. Anybody had that? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I have not encountered it, but thanks for the warning. I'm oh. going to have to uh, start yeah. making sure this isn't uh, happening. So when I'm talking to Sonia next, the, oh, oh, no, wait a minute. Did I say that? Uh, oh, my no, I give Sonia my full attention, but. Uh, That's crazy. Well, okay. Well, anybody else? Because, okay. Well, Abraham, uh, you got us there. We'll have to figure out. Did you try all the regular stuff, restarting, turning off voiceover and all that? This is, this is this Marty. Is okay, oh. Marty and then Kenny. Uh, Abraham, have you tried using a Bluetooth headset when you're no, talking? I wasn't, I was talking directly on the phone. I wasn't using no headphones. Right. Well, I'm saying, uh, you know, try a Bluetooth headset and see if that, if they still hear that clicking. Okay. Okay, great idea. Okay, go ahead, Kenny. Kenny. Um, my question is, the, the sound that they're hearing, is it a specific um, iOS sound, or is it any iOS sound when you touch on the screen? It was when I was, I minimized the phone app, and I started moving my finger around, and the clicking was going. That's what they heard. <laughs> oh. that, they must have extremely good hearing, and yeah, maybe. Or you had your speakerphone on super loud. No, I had my speakerphone on, but all I had was my phone. If I, when I'm talking to someone, I don't use headphones. And I've never ran into this problem before. Okay, so just to be clear, it was on speakerphone. So that's what Marty... So yeah, so you're, you're holding it in front of you and you're swiping around and talking yeah. to them and they could hear it. So yes. They'll never heard that happening. But So Marty's idea would be good maybe to you know, see if it happens with Bluetooth. I mean, is it still happening or everybody or just that person or? I just tried it Saturday and I didn't bother. I got annoyed and I didn't bother testing it out. <laughs> <laughs> you need to test it out more. 
Yeah, I agree I should have, but I figured I'd be on the phone with Sonia and Maria and they'd know everything. <laughs> well, thank you for your faith. <laughs> That's, uh, well, Maria, have you heard of that? I have not actually. I mean, I guess it's always possible that it's happened to me and no one's mentioned it, but as far as I know. Okay. I know you're doing something else. Everybody knows I'm doing something else. Like, yeah, it just started. I don't know if it started happening after I upgraded yeah. the uh, You know, the other thing for me, I actually have my voiceover sounds turned off, so I guess I wouldn't actually mm -hmm. know if it was happening from personal experience. Okay. Do so right. that. your mom Start playing on the phone if she yells at you. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to call my mom. I get yelled at anyway. <laughs> Whether it's making noise or not. But yeah, I hope we can. Yeah, maybe that's another idea. If that keeps happening, is just turn off voiceover sounds. I mean, if you, mm -hmm. but I, I kind of, I keep them on actually. So, yeah, I, I, I like clicks and stuff. So, okay, good questions there, Abraham. All right. Who's next? This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I think I got the gist of that. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to get to mute when the phone rang, and I, you know, doesn't always let me do it right away. But anyhow, um, I think I got the gist of what you were saying. And uh, I know there are times when my friend will tell me that even if I'm on a headset, that if I'm swiping across uh, with my phone, uh, swiping my finger across the screen, that it will break up the sound of my phone call. So she has to ask me to repeat things. Um, and if I don't have my headset on, I have had people tell me that they can hear the, the clicks, but... But one way or another, it, something is, is interrupted, um, either because the phone, my voice cuts out, or the person just hears the clicks on the other end. Wow. How so, long has this been occurring for you? Oh, forever. And I guess I just don't let it bother me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, Abraham, that's, well, I don't know. I, I mean, you're, you're right. Maybe this has been going on and nobody's said anything and they know that we're not paying attention. Okay, thanks, Abraham. Okay, who's next? New question. So I have a real quick question. Facebook, I, it says, so-and-so has invited you to join this group, and I actually want to join the group, so I went in and tried to join the group, and I can't figure out where to join the group. So is there a join button, or do I, what do I need to do? Anybody have an answer for that? Is Abraham. Yes, I sir. Facebook in like six months, but there was always a join button on the page you went oh. to. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. I was like, this can't be that hard. <laughs> this is Maria. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I wonder if it's, oh, I haven't paid enough attention. I wonder, I wonder if it's called something different, if it's like a public group versus one where you have to request to join. I wonder if it's called something oh. like send join request or request to join or something like that. that that's just a hunch. I don't. No, it's been a bit of time since I've joined a group. 
but it's a thought. I mean, I just, I went through everything that I could think of and it's like, I can't find it. I looked under more and here and there. And anyway, yeah. okay. Well. Yes, Linda. Yes, go ahead. Have you looked under tools? Tools? Where? I didn't mm. even see tools. This is Herbie. <laughs> okay, go ahead. A couple of things. So one, it should be a join button or request a join button unless it's a page, then it'll be a like button. Um, but it could be that I mean, one possibility is that maybe the um, membership is disabled for that group. That's why you didn't find the join button. Um, but I would just work your way from the top of the page and just go keep swiping down till to see if you can find it. And um, okay, well, let me. This see. is Terry. Yeah, yeah and oh. I, it's possible me by clicking on the thing, you might have automatically joined it. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah. I think that Facebook has changed some stuff, and I think there is a join button at the very, very bottom of the screen, and I mean at the very bottom. If you go down to the like where you almost like the bottom edge of your screen, I'm talking, and you swipe across, I think there should be a join button there. And if it's not there, it might be at the top of the screen because right, there are different columns now. So I'm in my notifications and here it says, Foster Brown has invited you to join this group. All right, so I was like, okay, I wanna join that group. Foster Brown invited you to join Houston So I double tap. Back button. And then this is where all the fun begins. I've gone through this before. So I'm starting at the top. Review your invites. Review your invites. You've been invited to join these groups. Houston Council of currently previewing. You can see group activity until your invitation expires in 26 days. Oh. Join group button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This is Herbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I'm just going to tell you something that I was telling my mentee earlier today. When uh -huh. you're doing stuff by yourself, it's not going to work. It's... Yeah. Gonna, you know, well, be yeah. difficult. But when you bring like your card to the mechanic or you call tech support, everything all of a sudden looks completely different and you're made to look like an idiot. Yeah, it's like you got 20 people saying, oh, ding that, there it is. Okay, all right. Well, I found it. Thank you guys. It wouldn't have happened if y'all weren't there. So thank you guys. Okay. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I'm not going to say that because I know for a fact that face, um, Facebook has changed some stuff on the iPhone very recently, and I suspect that it's a work in progress. And next week, they could come up with something else. So, no, I'm not going to say that. I swear, I, I looked and swiped every single thing, and I was like, where's the silly join button? Okay, well, we found it, and it's all set. I will. And I didn't know that your, your invitation can expire. I never do that, so... All right. Okay. Who's next? New question. Um, Marty? Yes, go ahead. I have a question about picker items. Um, oh, in Amazon, um, like they will say, usually when I, I have the uh, one to buy turned on, but usually like it will say quantity, and of course it has a one in there. It says double tap to activate the picker item. I double tap and it still says one and I, I you know, it, I can't change it. 
or swipe down to another number. And so then I went, I changed my focus to characters, which I had a hard time doing that, but I got to the characters. So I went to the Q, double tap. I went to the one, double tap. I played around for a few minutes. Finally, I saw a list come up, like one, two, three. And then I found the one that I wanted. It was two and, and clicked on that and it changed it. I guess my question is, is there any way to, like, is there any way around that or is it just a weird thing like that, that sometimes you'll double tap and it will work and other times you double tap and it won't work? All right, where's my Amazon people? I know. This is Linda. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out on that. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, when that happens to me, I just add the one item to the cart and then well, go yeah, to the I cart you and you can that. change you it can, there. Yeah, uh, I know you can do that. But it's easier. It, it's yeah. easier to do the, uh, you know, the double tap and try to change the picker to the quantity. I know you can hit buy and then go back and hit buy again. Yeah, I, I know. I've done that when I wanted to change. I think the challenge, too, is I wanted to see if that picker thing would work. Yeah, we've had that. It's happened before. Go ahead, Brad. Are you using a web, uh, website version? No, no, no. I'm using the Amazon app. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. And I was going to say, yeah. I find, and I can see a little bit, so I cheat by being able to see. But Turn uh, voiceover tap, off? No, I have voiceover on. No, no, no. Okay. no. The Amazon right. app is very accessible. But, I mean, I it can is. cheat yeah. in okay. that when, I'm on, the, okay, when I'm on the one, I'm able to double tap, and I see what happens in the screen goes gray, and a little black box opens up. Well, I got my colors reversed, so that's but it, that's why it's black. And then I flip from left to right, and I'm moving down the list. Up and down doesn't do it. It may say pick a item, but when you double oh, tap, okay. you open up this thing and try flicking left to right. And then when you double tap on the number you want, I think it closes, doesn't it? Or do you have to go to the top and select close? No, no. I think I think when you when you double tap when the when you finally do find the number that you want and you double tap, it puts that in there because when I go back, it will say quantity two or three okay. or whatever. Because okay. I've seen some others where this like you're going to buy say a phone case and it's got a color and you double tap on it and you open up a list of choices. Well, they all open up in their horizontal. And you flick through the colors, you double tap on the one you want. You then got to go to a done button to close that little overlay that's popped up. Yeah, usually, I don't, I don't once, know. once you've chosen it, you usually swipe to the left and it's a done. Okay, go ahead. I think David's got a comment. Go ahead, David. Uh, yeah, I just noticed generally with those pickers, uh, a lot of times the, the little um, area where you're supposed to swipe up is actually lower down the screen, like in the lower left hand corner that is where you're actually choosing the, the numbers. If you swipe like where the actual, it says do the picker, the, the, the action is not in that area. Does that make sense? I mean, you have to kind of go down to the, it's like using like the lower left-hand corner and you swipe right. up and then you have to do that done uh, to accept it. Uh, now that's just in general. I'm not sure about the Amazon app because I awesome. can't remember if that's the same way, but on websites it's that way. Yeah, websites, you're correct. You're correct. So I think it's similar. 
and you have to kind of you know feel around or or explore by touch around till you see you know until you find that thing because right. it's not going to be right in that area where where you think it would be and we've had is the thing Kenny? about the yeah the amazon thing is you know we've had to do the thing about going the the work around was going to the cart okay herbie and then kenny and then go ahead. yeah this the the comp the picker item on the amazon app is very weird and so far i was just playing around with it briefly and i did not see it appear like anywhere else or anything like that so it's kind of like what um, marty was describing you double tap on the combo box and it just does nothing so um yeah, you do have to do some fancy workarounds with the Amazon app specifically. Okay, go ahead, Kenny. For me on my Amazon app, even though I have the latest one, um, when I double tap on a number or a color, it'll bring it up in a list and, and I have to flick either to the left or right. And I noticed what Amazon has done, I guess in the last year or more with the colors on some things they add uh, you know especially during prime day they added special options where it would be like something blue you know pick whatever your item is blue with an extra item and so they they've really i've never seen a picker item come up for the amazon uh, as far as picking colors or the numbers it's it's that swiping left to right that and has helped, uh, and then when it, once I double tap on something, it done. And also, especially with the colors, they uh, sometimes have different prices. So this color will cost more than this one, and so forth. Right. I've uh, I've I've I don't I've never you know swiped right or left on even in choosing, and I have chosen colors of. I don't know, whatever it is I was buying dresses or whatever. And it's always been up and down, um, you know, for choosing colors, but I'll have to go back and I've never swipe right to left before for selecting an item. So, okay. Amazon fun. All right. Anybody else with a new question? Got a two-minute question, <laughs> nice and quick. All right. Well, we're nobody else with a last-minute question. Okay. Well, then we will. This is Eva. Go ahead, Eva. Give us. Um, how do I get out of safe driving mode? No, you cannot. You have to be a safe driver. Because because I think it happened when I was breaking up the cat fight. But anyway, <laughs> I missed dog. I missed my dog. <laughs> oh my goodness! We have to hear about that later. Uh, okay, who would who would like to tell? It's so a this Zoom. is Zoom, right? Yeah. Yes. Who would like to answer that? Somebody that hasn't had a turn. This is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. It's been a while, but. Since I've done it, not since it first came out, but if you, where is it? It's under do not disturb, right? Go, go in there, go to where it is, and you have to select, I think it is another, one of the other options. Then you can go back and tell it to be off. 
That but it's just, it's just within Zoom, though. Talking in Zoom? Yeah. yeah. This Zoom this is Chanel. safe driving mode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to get out of it. Go ahead, Chanel. Yeah. Um, there is a setting. I know if you – and Herbie talked about this once, but if you go into the Zoom settings, and I think you can get there – when you're in a meeting by just double tapping the more button and then you should find, um, this is Herbie. Oh, go ahead. Right. Or, well, okay. So let's go to zoom here. Well, just tell us Herbie. Just tell us. Um, so you have to go to the settings tab and it is actually, I believe it is under meetings. Okay. Yep. Safe, safe driving mode. It's towards the bottom, but it's under settings and meetings. Yeah. I remember you found it for us. Yeah. It was the very yeah, I had to, I kind of have, have to refresh my memory. All uh, right. Well, very good. Like, now we know. So yeah, we don't want to be in safe driving mode. Okay. All right. And on that happy yeah. note, it looks like it's time right. that brings yeah. us to the end. To the and end. Alec so please Carter. join us Thursday for the Turn of the Jedi and our movie Friday virtual night at the no I love night at the virtual movies <laughs> for Manchester <laughs> by the Sea and I bed cafe on Sunday from four to six so please join us for any and all of those thank you for calling in and we will hope to talk to you again next week good night thanks, good night. thanks everybody good night, good night. Good night. Bye. Thank you.